As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. It goes to focusing on your core competencies, not only in terms of what you're good at and what you're skilled at, but what you enjoy doing. You're going to burn out if you put yourself through too much day-to-day grind that you just don't enjoy doing. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. I want to introduce to you Ash Patel. He's a full-time commercial real estate investor. He's going to be doing the interview today and a lot of them moving forward. I'm still going to be doing interviews, just not as many. And he is going to ask tough questions while still building rapport. That way it's not awkward. He's a good friend of mine. Join me in welcoming Ash Patel. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Ash Patel, and I'm with today's guest, Keith Meyer. Keith is joining us from San Diego, California. He is a biotech supply chain sales engineer and has 10 years of real estate investing experience. Keith is a principal in Symphony Capital Group and a multifamily syndicator. He has purchased and sold two mobile home parks within the last year and a half and just sold a retail shopping center. Keith, thank you for joining us, and how are you today? Doing well, Ash. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for joining us. Before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? My pleasure. I am a biotech supply chain engineer by profession and also running multifamily real estate syndications. So our focus with my team at Symphony Capital Group is on multifamily apartments and mobile home park acquisitions. And as you covered in my background, I have experience over the last 20 plus years through my family and last five years or so personally in mobile home park acquisitions and operations. All right, hold on. So you're juggling a sales career as well as a real estate syndication career as well. I am. And I come to find I'm not the only one doing this. There's quite a few of us out there, surprisingly. And how's that balance treating you? It's demanding to say the least. What Um, are some of the hacks that you use to maximize your time? Yeah, great question. So again, what's enabled me to jump into this a little bit more head on is the technological tools that have come out within the last couple of years. And again, as I mentioned, my family's been in this space for a long time and those tools weren't available until the last couple of years. So even something as simple as Google Office, using Google Sheets, being able to collaborate 
with that, using a good CRM system to keep up with leads and with investors. HubSpot is our current system using email outreach and investor pipeline management with a system like Active Campaign. Those are some of our preferred tools that are all pretty widely available and really pretty affordable at this point. Keith, was your family in mobile home parks or just real estate in general? So complex question, but to try to simplify, my father was in a kind of a similar situation to where I found myself a couple of years ago. This is back in the 90s where he was working in the corporate world and looking to deploy some capital into some more passive type investments. And he looked around and explored a bunch of different asset classes. And obviously it was harder to do back then through newspapers. This was kind of around the birth of the internet, but he strangely enough came across mobile home parks and took him a couple of years making offers to, to close on one, but closed on a heck of a property actually out in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, which is where I grew up. And I know where Joe Hill's from. So that's a property that we held all the way up through last year when we performed a 1031 exchange into another mobile home park. Interesting. So was that your first venture into real estate? Was that a mobile home park? What I could kind of consider my first personal venture into real estate is actually becoming really an accidental landlord. So I bought my first single family house when I graduated college in the late 2000s in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It was a full reno derelict property that hadn't been lived in for about 10 years. So did a a full value add, added a big master suite addition, brought the property back to life and turned out to be a great home for me as a primary residence for four years. And then when I decided to relocate out to San Diego about 10 years ago, that's where I fortunately at the time made the wise decision to hang on to the property and try out this whole landlord thing. You purchased two mobile home parks within the last year and a half and sold them. So we sold one, did a 1031 exchange into our acquisition last year, and then we purchased an additional property this year. So we currently hold two. And what were the numbers? What was the first one purchased for? Well, the first one was the one I mentioned in Cincinnati, <laughs> purchased in the mid nineties. So I'd have to look back, but it was around $2 million, I believe. Okay. And why did you sell it? Great question. And this kind of starts my journey into becoming a professional real estate operator and syndicator. My job in high school was doing the landscaping and maintenance at this mobile home park in Cincinnati. So that was kind of my introduction to how to be hands-on and what to do and what not to do as an owner and operator. So I would say that we, in a way, became too close to the property in terms of not leveraging systems and third-party service providers to be able to, to scale up at the time. And it's not the worst thing in the world. We learned a ton from being that hands-on. But that's something that I've really tried to discipline myself on is how to outsource those non-core, non-value-add activities, such as landscaping and cutting the grass myself to service providers so that I can continue on the the asset uh, management sides of, of things. And I'm sure that's a hot topic that we'll touch on later in this interview. I think a lot of people go through that evolution. When you say you were too close to that property, did you mean it was your baby and you kind of did everything with it? That's exactly what I mean. And this yeah, is, this is I, my entire family was very heavily involved and cash flowed extremely well for us, treated us well in, in many regards. But had we known then what we know now, and again, you have to keep in mind that it's only been the last five years or so that the mobile home park space specifically has exploded. And with that, it's brought much more advantageous financing terms, property management terms, insurance terms. So I would say five years ago is when the wave really started rising and 
I caught back on about three years ago. So I wasn't too far behind, fortunately. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes. But first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. As your portfolio grows, you need financial management services you can rely on to help you save money and continue making the right choices for your company's future. Realestateaccounting.co's top-tier CFO team uses their deep industry and operating experience to guide real estate syndicators, investors, and family offices through every pivotal moment and crucial decision. Their fractional CFO services include budget-to-actual, cash flow and distributions, and reporting and valuation. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO to find out why REA is one of the fastest growing real estate accounting companies around. The real estate experts provide timely analysis and consultations to help you make the most informed decisions possible. See and trust where your portfolio is headed with the customized financial reports based on the KPIs that matter to you and your business. Try it risk-free today at realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. What was it that gave you the epiphany that you're not using your time to its highest and best use? Really was scalability. So a lot of my colleagues that I know had similar backgrounds, similar skill sets, probably similar intelligence levels were seemed to be scaling up in terms of acquiring additional properties more quickly than I was. So I sat down and had a heart to heart with myself and said, I know I can do what they're doing. What do I need to do differently to change this? No more landscaping. No more landscaping. <laughs> yeah. All right. So how did you find the next property that you 1031 into? So interestingly enough, through the extreme value that syndication podcast and educators such as yourself provide, I was able to piece together an off-markets direct-to-owner strategy of how to essentially build a database to go direct-to-owners for off-market properties, which is very prevalent in the mobile home park space as a lot of them are long-term owners, not comfortable listing with brokers, and really do an outreach of a couple hundred properties across the Southwest to develop relationships directly with owners. And that's ultimately how we've acquired both properties over the last year. There's a limited number of mobile home parks in the U.S., and they're not building that many more. So these owners, I'm sure, get bombarded with people wanting to buy their properties. What did you do differently that allowed you to close the sale? I would say the biggest factor, again, you need some good phone skills and relationship skills. Don't want to come off as pushy. Be genuine. These people are interesting to talk to, so it's not hard to remind yourself to pick up the phone once a month and just have a 15-minute conversation with them. But I think what really stood out for me in particular was bringing information and education to them as far as what actually exiting out of the property would look like. So I was able to 
summarize the tax consequences, the personal lifestyle consequences, and kind of customize our offer to really meet their needs and make sure that they're going to be taken care of for the next 10, 20 years. Can we dive into that? How do you explain to somebody what the tax consequences are? It's mutually advantageous and beneficial, which is great when you get into something like seller financing. So again, this is kind of a unique aspect of manufactured housing in particular, but you have a lot of original owners that built the properties in the 60s and 70s, and they have no bank debt. They don't trust bank debt. They don't trust the IRS. So they want to minimize capital gains taxes. They are familiar with capital gains, but they don't necessarily understand how that's calculated. Obviously, depreciation recapture, don't understand that for the most part as well. So really, in summary, what I do is offer seller financing terms to where it's a term loan, where we're giving them whatever down payment they need to cover any CapEx or any personal goals that they have. They want to buy a new vacation house to celebrate their retirement. Good for them. They deserve that. So we offer that as down payment up front and then structure just like any other financing term over X number of years. And that's generally very customizable, but that mitigates the capital gains impact. So would that be like a lease option because you can't record the sale for the full amount? Correct. So that's where you can get into some kind of clever things in terms of how legal title versus equitable title is held. But yeah, we've done lease options and seller financing on both sides of the fence in that regard. Got it. So do you just normally reach out to your Rolodex of mobile home park owners and touch base with them once a month? So now I've fortunately whittled it down to the select few that we're pretty far down the line with. And then I've outsourced the remainder of the call list, interns slash mentees and virtual assistants. Well, they can't provide the same level of conversation that you can talk about operating issues, giving them tips on how to better run their parks. So how do you get an intern to be effective at those conversations? Sure. So I have them practice with me. So I make them go through cold call me actually. So I don't anticipate the call coming. And then I have them walk through the call script, which I've developed for them, obviously. And that's kind of the front line. So once we get into that second, third conversation where I'm getting to know the owners a little bit better, that's where the handoff to myself would occur. That's a great idea. Are you looking at other asset classes besides mobile home parks? Absolutely. So my team at Symphony Capital Group primarily focuses on uh, apartments. So we're primarily in the multifamily residential space, although I've invested in joint venture syndicated, mostly on the limited side with retail office and mixed use properties. In your bio, you had a retail shopping center that was just sold where you were an LP? Correct. Okay. What did that look like? So that was a small private syndication located also in Albuquerque. I should mention my father's also a commercial broker who made a career transition. So he fortunately got in at a good time in that market. That's one of our favorite markets right now. And again, has been able to explore quite a few different asset classes as every asset class is doing pretty well in that market. So that was, I believe, seven tenant single level shopping center, really a deal hinged on getting a primary anchor tenant to take up the majority of the space and fully stabilize the property. Took a couple of years to do that, but we were cash flowing well up until that time. And then we were able to obtain a military recruitment center, which is one of the best anchor tenants that you can have for that type of property. So once that occurred, we had the property fully stabilized and that's when we started exploring an exit. And the recruitment center is the best tenant to have because they never leave. Is that right? They could technically, but it's very long-term leases. So for the most part, they stay for decades and decades. 
And in my history, they pay way above market rents. They do. Yeah. Good to know. It's a, it's an incredible tenant to have. So what are your pain points right now in your business? You know, this is something I should probably think about more often, but I appreciate you asking. Right now, if I had to name one pain point, I would say it's the actual offering process, the upfront process. So cap rates and purchase price per door aside, it's how you actually package an offer and remain competitive with so much competition out there in the market. And you really need to know the sub-market specifics or the brokerage team specifics of what they're expecting in terms of what your upfront earnest money is going to look like, what your due diligence timeframe, closing timeframe, number of extensions, what that really needs to be tailored to, to remain competitive and ultimately reach the best and final level. And how do you find those answers? In a best case scenario, you get them from the broker. If you're working with good brokers, they'll be very upfront. You know, they want to close the deal too. So they're going to tell you what they need and help you to get there. So that's best case. The alternative is, again, going off market to where that's not as much of concern. Obviously, if you're speaking with a 78-year-old mobile home park owner who's owned for 30 years, what's three more months of due diligence timeframe to them? That's a good point. Sorry, if I could circle back to the shopping center, what were the exit numbers and the returns on that deal? I was afraid you're going to ask that, and (laughs) I don't know off the top of my head again, because I had the luxury of being a limited partner. So that's a shout out to all the LP investors. Do you know what your actual cash on cash returns or IRR were? Yeah. So this was a six year hold, I believe. And I believe we had a three X equity multiple. Okay. So that seems like a great return. Why not invest in more retail centers? The good ones are unique beasts. A lot of people scared off by it these days in general. So you really need to focus on pretty specialty type properties that you have pretty intimate market knowledge with. So it's tough to scale in that particular asset class, I would say. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the best ever conference, February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Here's a problem you're probably not solving for right now. Have you ever had a tenant squat inside your rental and refuse to pay rent? Or are you worried about renting to a serial rent dodger? You've probably used a credit report for tenant screening before. But what if I told you you're missing out on info you need to properly verify prospective tenants? That's a problem. And the solution is Rentify. Rentify provides a summary of a prospective tenant's financial information using bank verified transactional data you can't get from a credit check. This includes monthly income, payroll, past rent payments, and identity verification. Rentify's reports also highlight non-sufficient funds, overdraft history, and missed rent payments. It's all available at www.trustrentify.com. The best part is Rentify's financial reports instantly verify the full financial picture of a tenant within minutes, so you will no longer have to waste hours or even days verifying their information manually. And you can eliminate the risk of being duped by fraudulent documents and losing thousands of dollars getting unreliable tenants evicted. Visit trustrentify.com 
and use the promo code FAIRLESS for 25% off your first report package. That's T-R-U-S-T-R-E-N-T-I-F-Y.com. Put in the promo code FAIRLESS, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S, for 25% off your first report package. Keith, you mentioned Albuquerque is your favorite market. Why is that? Well, it's finally having its day in the sun, I would say. And myself and my family and our business partners have been waiting for that for quite a while. It was towards the point of getting there, I'd say, before the last market crash in 08. But it's dug itself out well. It's been fairly linear over the decades. So it doesn't have huge upswings, doesn't have huge downswings. but It's getting a lot of spillover from red hot markets in Texas, Denver, Phoenix, in terms of employments and retirees and and just people, even where I live in California, folks looking to migrate somewhere that's still in the Southwest, still has good weather, still has industries like the movie industry with Netflix out there, still has tech jobs like the huge Facebook data center. So I think it's really capitalizing on more of the cutting edge industries and its natural advantages as well. You mentioned Symphony Capital Partners is a multifamily syndicator. Where do the mobile home parks fall? Is that just for you? Do you just do joint ventures or would you syndicate the mobile home parks if you found a deal? We absolutely would syndicate mobile home parks. So far, they've been joint ventures, but it's extremely common to syndicate mobile home parks these days. There's not a whole lot of logistical differences versus apartments. Is there one asset class you're chasing more than the other? Multifamily versus mobile home parks? I usually tell people there's about a five-year window, I think, still on mobile home parks when a lot of the long-term non-professional operators cycle out and it becomes much more institutionalized. So I'd say that does push a sense of urgency, but obviously there's quite a bit of urgency on the apartment side as well as as cap rates amazingly continue to compress, but great returns are still realized by syndicators. And were you taken back when you found out large Wall Street companies are buying mobile home parks? I'll never forget when we first started seeing those articles and news stories pop up. And again, my father has been the one that's been more hands-on until recently, over the last 20 years. He never thought he would see that day in a million years. So it's pretty mind-blowing. But it makes sense. It's a great asset class. The returns are there, right? They are. They absolutely are. So what's the next step for you? Well, we continue to scale and to build our partnership teams. So it's an interesting dynamic operating here in California. Quite a few multifamily syndication teams are based out here. Not a whole lot to do investments within the state for fairly obvious reasons. So it's a great place to raise capital. And fortunately, again, leaning back on some of those technological tools that enable you to invest really anywhere you want to these days, we're able to focus on out-of-state markets and really start to ramp those up. And are you looking to leave your biotech sales job? That's a quarter to quarter uh, assessment that I give myself. Again, I'm not the only person who's been in the situation. So I know plenty of colleagues for a variety of reasons, they felt it was the right time to make the jump and they did it and they haven't looked back since. And that's the ultimate goal? If I had to give my honest opinion, I think there is more chance to obtain personal and financial freedom through commercial real estate really than almost any other alternative. But for the most part, versus working in the corporate world, I'd say so. Yeah, I agree 100%. Keith, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Again, it goes to focusing on your core competencies, not only in terms of what you're good at and what you're skilled at, but what you enjoy doing. You're going to burn out if you put yourself through too much day-to-day grind that you just don't enjoy doing. So 
I would say, look at outsourcing. That's actually something that my career has prepared me very well for is how to outsource non-core tasks. And then with that, really build your partnership and referral network. Getting referrals on brokers, service providers is just priceless. It's so much easier than learning the hard way through trial and error. And also having that network to be able to lean on when times get tough, to be able to get advice from, or if nothing else, just to vent with is really a great thing to have in your life. Keith, are you ready for the lightning round? I am. Let's do it. Let's do it. Keith, what's the best ever book you recently read? As busy as I am, I don't have a whole lot of time to read uh, full-length books. So I typically stick to the articles and and webinars and podcasts. I have to give a shout-out to my business partner and friend, Ellis Hammond. He runs the largest mission-driven, faith-based commercial real estate mastermind in the country called Kingdom REI. And he has a phenomenal podcast. It's had great multifamily guests on it, uh, up over 100 episodes. So that's one of my favorites. Lately, I've been focusing a lot on the asset management side, which is kind of version 2.0, I'd say, of syndications. After you acquire the deal, how do you optimize the deal, especially if it's a buy and hold? So folks like Dan Hanford, Multifamily Investor Nation, does a great job of telling how to maximize NOI through great asset management. I would throw Neil Bawa out there as well and his Grow Capitus team, really data-driven, great on market selection and also on asset management. Keith, what's the best ever way you like to give back? So again, I'm eternally grateful to folks uh, such as yourself that spend all this time giving out this great information and really helping people to grow and thrive in this market. So I've been trying to take more of that on myself through mentees and speaking at local and regional real estate meetups. And it does pay forward because believe it or not, a presentation I gave about a year and a half ago on the benefits of investing in mobile home parks is how I was brought into the deal in Tucson that we closed on this past April. So it's a great way to build your network and to establish those types of partnerships. Keith, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? My email is keith at symphonycapitalgroup.com. My team's website is obviously symphonycapitalgroup.com. We're all over social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. And then my personal LinkedIn is linkedin.com slash IN slash Keith ME. Awesome. Keith, thank you for sharing your story. You had a background in the mobile home park. You took on a career in biotech. You're balancing two or three different careers at the same time. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Best ever listeners, thank you for joining us. As always, have a best ever day. Thanks a lot, Ash.